Welcome to Beating Cancer Daily. Beating stage four cancer for 30 years still takes my breath away every time I say it. I'm Saren, founder of the Comedy Cures Foundation, and I hope you'll join me for just a few minutes daily for the next 365 days so we may laugh, learn, maybe cry a little as we live our best days beating cancer daily together. Today, I have one of the people that makes this podcast so special. And you know her, it's Jackie Bryan, our functional medicine expert, RN, certified nutrition specialist, whole health educator, and certified health coach. Before we get started, I just want to thank Jackie and thank you all because this is the reason why Beating Cancer Daily made it on to this incredible list of podcasts helping cancer patients all over the world. And Jackie, this is the first time we've gotten to speak since that list hit the airways. And I just want to thank you for making this podcast globally place among the giants of John Hopkins, Sloan Kettering, Cancer Care, Cure Magazine. It's because you come on and you help us and you're just part of the fabric of this daily podcast and your weekly episodes not only educate, but entertain and really help us all be better and more well and ingredients detective. So I just am emotional thanking you, but you believed in me and you believed in our work. And I just thank you for all the time and energy and resources that you give us at Beating Cancer Daily. So this is a great way to start a podcast where we're both crying. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're both cancer patients and it's crazy. I, you know- I think it's I think it's kind of funny that you're thanking me because the only reason I'm here is because of you. <laughs> but just as survivors that, you know, we're given that news that all of our listeners have been given. If you are a cancer patient, I know we have caregivers who listen, but you also hear that information. And then we have people who don't even have cancer, but they just love the information and the strategies that we do every day. And most of all, they love the crazy humor, the silly humor that I give. But, you know, just to be two cancer survivors and we're decades, decades survivors, mine stage four and, and just beyond comprehension that I beat it, but just your journey too. And that the world recognized not only what we were doing here, but the value to patients. So just thank you, Jackie. Well, thank you, Saren. I think, you know, we both as survivors, as you said, understand how important it is to support those people that are going through it and their family members, because there's nothing worse than that out of control feeling, that feeling that, you know, you've got this life threatening disease and you're in a position, you're so vulnerable and you're so scared and everything that you thought was true about yourself is is different. You feel that your body betrayed you. And I think part of, I mean, I, I love being here and giving back to this community in particular, because obviously it's near and dear to my heart, but I love to pay it forward. 
you know, to try to support people because it's really hard to describe to those people that have not been diagnosed with cancer, what it feels like when you hear those words, what it feels like when you start going down that path of treatment and then all the decisions you have to make. And one of the reasons this podcast is so important to me is it's things that people can do every day. It's things that they can just today we're talking about seeds. Well, maybe I'll add a few pumpkin seeds into my diet because Jackie and Saren say these are really healthy. Um, you know, when everything is stripped from you, when, when your power is taken away from you, you know, bringing that back in with simple lifestyle choices, I think can, can be really beneficial. So thank you for having me. <laughs> the reason why I love speaking to you every week, not only do I personally gain, but you demystify stuff and you take away so much misinformation. And I just remember trying to do so many searches online and the internet was not that fast because it was two and a half decades ago. You know, it was like 24 years ago and 30 years since I was misdiagnosed. And there's so much misinformation. And what I love so much about you coming on is that you tell us science-backed research and science-backed data, and you give us sources. And so I feel so comfortable just integrating what you say. And I know you always say, go check with your healthcare professional too, because you're so inclusive and you don't throw anybody under the bus. So I just, if anyone has not listened to all of Jackie's episodes, please go back into the search engine and put in cancer expert so you can hear the many, many episodes of wisdom with, with Jackie. And if you've never listened to this podcast, boy, are you in for a treat because there are hundreds of episodes so far and you will find so many different strategies and humor about cancer and resources and just some play, right? So I just really... I'm still floored by making that incredible top list of cancer patient podcasts. And it's not coming from an ego place. Please trust me. I am so emotional every time I talk about it. It's just that in seven months that we could be recognized on the global scale and be in 42 countries and on six continents when this was just a passion project that was requested by patients that I had worked with. And we manifested it and it is here and you are part of this journey and we love your solutions and recommendations and questions. So you're always welcome to go to comedycures.org and talk to us. But today I want to get to the topic of seeds because of Jackie, I started like integrating them into my daily life. And I just want to share with you why this is so important. So Jackie, please teach us. Well, I'm excited to talk about seeds. And this is so much fun because you and I have sort of put a spotlight on different nutrient superstars. We started off with lemons and we've had the nut podcast and now we're on the seed podcast. And, you know, I think most people have heard in the media, social media, or even in their, you know, own little circles that seeds are kind of the new culinary superstar. They're everywhere. We're hearing, you know, all about them. And part of the reason for that is seeds have everything that a plant 
needs to grow. And all of us know that plants are healthy, plant-based foods, but, but they have everything that a plant needs to grow from the protection from the elements to the energy to fuel growth. And they contain a wide range of minerals and antioxidants. And one of the things I'm going to do in this podcast is put a little light on some seed superstars um, because all those all those little plant benefits we're talking about when we eat the seed we actually get it passed on to us and then we reap all the benefits of it and so oh my god jackie i have to interrupt you just because i have a joke and everything you're saying is leading me into this silly joke why did the gardener plant a light bulb I don't know. Because he wanted to grow a power plant. So cute. (laughs) That's so dumb. But just all the language you were using, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's such a dumb joke. But I have to say it. So cute. And it actually kind of segues into this whole thought process of what is the definition of a super seed? Like they want to grow a plant, but what is the definition of a super seed? Like why is Jackie and Saren on a podcast talking about seeds? And actually there is no universal standard definition of what makes it a super seed. Um, They're really described as health, healthy and really beneficial for the body based on the number of nutrients and the health benefits that they pack. Um, But I'm curious, do you actually know what a seed is, Saren? I do not. I will not tell a lie, but I bet some of the listeners do, and they're way smarter than I, because I depend on you for all my knowledge, and that's why you're telling me. (laughs) Well, you know, so I think all of us kind of know we put a seed in the ground and it can grow something, right? So the definition of a seed is that it's a type of embryonic plant that's surrounded by a protective outer covering, right? You think of your flower seeds. You think of your pumpkin seeds, they're hard on the outside. And then there's a little embryonic plant that's inside. And they are produced by the ovule of the plant following its fertilization by pollen. And there's two main structures in it, that embryo and then the seed coating. And the seed coating is really protecting that embryo. And we are actually eating usually the outer coat and the embryo. Right. So that's that's sort of what makes a seed. Now, what's the difference between a seed and a nut? A letter. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, it was funny because when we did the nut podcast, we started dipping into seeds and then we went, oh, no, no, that's another podcast. Right. Because there's a difference. Right. And people do confuse them. Right. So both of them are good for you. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah, because I listened to your podcast on nuts that you did here. (laughs) Right. Well, you know, I have favorite nuts, and then I'm also a bit of a pumpkin seed freak. So we'll we'll talk about that. But but you heard what the 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 seeds are, right? Those are the embryonic plants that have that outer covering that's kind of hard. Nuts are actually a fruit with a hard shell and an edible seed. Both have really great benefits, nutrient benefits. They have protein, healthy fats and fiber. And, you know, anybody that knows me, and I know you know this, Saren, is that protein, fat and fiber helps with balancing blood sugar. And that's huge. And so I don't want people to think I need to have a seed or a nut, 
right? I'm definitely not a this or a that. I'm a I'm a seed and nut girl, right? So you can get so many different health benefits. So if we put a spotlight today on sunflower seeds or pumpkin seeds, that doesn't mean that's the only seed I want you to eat. I want you to have a nice variety, right? Okay, so- now I have to tell you my sunflower joke. I'm going to be annoying this whole podcast. I'm so sorry, I just... <laughs> <laughs> the sunflower asked the tulip, do you believe in me? And the tulip replied, of course, I root for you all the way. <laughs> they're, they're so dumb. I have to tell you why they're Where so dumb. Where did that dumb. one come from? That's very cute. Where did that one come from? <laughs> well, I asked our writer's room to write some seed jokes because we write all this healthcare humor. And I have to tell you, they did not come with clean seed jokes. And I cannot tell you a one, but boy, did they crack themselves up and and they were pretty funny, but they were too blue for the podcast. So I know people are going to write in and say, I like blue humor. Will you send me the blue jokes? But I had to search the internet for corny ones that I could tell that were not raunchy. And so Muriel, who works at Comedy Cures, she helped me. So these aren't identified. They're just public domain. So you can use them in your seed presentations at YouTube at corporations. But I have too many of them. I'm sorry, I'm being disruptive. No, I think they're I think they're great. (laughs) So so we just kind of covered what the difference between a seed and a nut is. What's the difference between a seed and a grain? Right. And so what, you know, first of all, why am I doing this? Why am I even asking you all these questions? I I want people to understand what they're eating. And and in if we understand what we eat, we might understand better where the nutrients are coming from. So the difference between a seed and a grain, and, and the grains I'm talking about are things like rice or wheat, millet, barley, oats, rye, you know, the grains that we kind of think of. Grains are actually small, hard, edible fruit from cereal grass plants, right? So they're actually in that kind of fruit family. We do confuse some seeds with grains. Do you know the seeds that we confuse with grains? No. Sarah, no. So some of the pseudo or fake cereal grains that that we use often are like quinoa. There's so many people will eat quinoa and they say, oh, I'm eating this grain, but quinoa is actually a seed. And same with chia seeds, right? A lot of people often confuse those as pseudo or fake cereal grains and but they are definitely seeds and they're they're actually two of my favorites right the quinoa, yeah the quinoa and the and the chia seeds so that's your little sort of lesson in in the differences between seeds and nuts and and grains but but what are some of the health benefits of seeds like why are we devoting this time to learn about seeds. You know, they are like the nuts and grains, they are nutrient packed, right? They they just have tons of good nutrients in them. And part of those nutrients have antioxidants and micronutrients, things such as manganese. And these um, antioxidants and micronutrients, these actually neutralize free radicals and you know, every cancer patient in the world and their families should be concerned in thinking about free radicals. Free radicals are things that our body naturally produce. It's it's through this oxidative process in our body. It's normal 
uh, processes of our body, but the antioxidants neutralize them and prevent them from doing further harm in our body, which is why consuming them in our diet is so, so very important. Um, the other thing that, that I think is really interesting is that seeds can support weight loss. Years and years ago, we used to think, oh, I can't have nuts and seeds because they're high in fat, but seeds actually can help with weight loss. There's studies that have been done that show that it, they're really beneficial because of that protein, fat, and fiber. That fiber actually helps with satiety and it regulates our hunger hormones, like our, our hunger hormones, such as ghrelin. And I always go grrr to remember the name ghrelin. And then leptin is our satiety hormone. We have other hunger hormones, but those are the ones that I kind of put a, a spotlight on. Um, and then seeds also help with our gut health. We, You and I spend a lot of time talking about poop. <laughs> that is we, one of that is one of the all-time favorite episodes when you look back people love your poop episode they love all your episodes but <laughs> some of the highest are listened to are the poop episode and the female uh sexual health episode yeah i mean it's interesting that those are two topics that were popular but those are the topics that people don't always want to talk about 100%. right so there's 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 a need, there's a need out there, but seeds can help because of that fiber. They bulk up the stool, right? They make them fluffy, fluffier. And that, that, <laughs> I don't know why I'm like, I'm like a eight year old. I just giggle every time. I'm sorry. I'll be more up stool because it's not going to be sluggish. It's not going to cause us to be constipated. It helps prevent gut issues like hemorrhoids and things like that. And again, it's, it helps the, the seeds actually help with um, neutralizing those free radicals. And, you know, as you and I've talked about on many times that the gut and our overall digestive health is a huge player in immune function. One of the things that I get so excited about with seeds and nuts is that they help with the regulation of blood sugar. And while this is a seed podcast, I threw nuts in there just because these are foods that have that protein, fat, and fiber that can help slow the absorption of sugar in our uh, digestive tract, which means it's going to spike our sugar less, which is so good for us for so many reasons. One, mood stability, reduction of inflammation. Not only that, it helps prevent cardiovascular disease, right? Uh, you know, things such as heart attacks and strokes, even diabetes, right? So get on the seed bandwagon. <laughs> You know, those are, those are really important for, for people that are looking for extra sources of protein. Seeds are also a good source of protein. Um, when I think about my vegetarians, people that are not eating any animal products, any meat products, it does give them an extra source of protein because that can be a challenge for people that are only eating plant-based foods. And, you know, I think even along this protein conversation, like saying, you know, seeds have a lot of protein in them, you're made up of protein, right? So your neurotransmitters, your muscles, I mean, there's so many things in your body that are made up of protein. We need protein in order to improve the way that everything functions. I know that you have taught us on prior podcasts to try to put things in glass jars. So mm -hmm. I walk around with my glass jar and I'm just wondering from a consumption point of view, how much are we talking about eating on a daily basis? Because I make my combination of seeds and nuts 
put them in my glass jar and I carry them with me everywhere. And I just nosh on this combination every day. So I put in my two hazelnuts. I put in my two Brazil nuts. <laughs> I put in five walnuts. I put in seeds. I put in another two macadamia nuts, but am I doing well? Is this, am I, I want to be, first of all, I want to be in your kitchen when you're counting these out. I, every day <laughs> I'm so obsessed with doing this. I do this every day. I carry them. And then I try to consume the jar by the end of the day. Yeah. But how much seeds are we talking? I know 10 pumpkin seeds you like, right? Oh, I don't, I mean, I look at ounces, right? So okay. if, and especially, and so the concern would be to really pay attention to portions for a couple of reasons. One is a couple ounces a day of nuts and seeds are going to serve you well. Um, if you're struggling with weight issues, obviously really kind of making sure that you're measuring out things in order to get the right amount so that it meets your nutrient needs. Um, because seeds and nuts are delicious, they have a higher abuse potential, right? So it makes it that we could overdo them. And, and just like anything we can overdo, we can overdo cookies, we can overdo cake. Um, you know, we can overdo a, a lot of things, but I think, um, a, a couple of ounces servings a day of seeds is going to give you some of the, the real big health benefits. I mean, so for example, visual, what would that look like in the palm of your hand? If you don't have a measuring cup? Well, it really depends on the size of your hand. <laughs> Good answer. And that's another discussion. So, <laughs> so, you know, a small, small cupped, uh, small cupped hand, um, you know, in, and I'm saying it's probably an eighth to a quarter of a cup is about an ounce. And, okay. um, but I actually, one of the things we've talked about is I went and purchased on Amazon, some of these little baby food glass jars. And there, I would say they're anywhere from a, a quarter, of a, I would say they're about a half a cup, you know, four ounces. And I fill that four ounces up for the day with my nuts and seeds mixed together. And then I sprinkle them on my salad and I throw it in my purse. If I'm hungry, you know, there's lots of different ways that we can kind of do that. But I love this question, Sarah, because it, it does go back to the whole, we're all unique. Everybody's different. And so the portion size will be different for each person based on their health goals. But I will say a couple of ounces you know, a couple of those small handfuls would be a really good way to to start and kind of assess where assess where you're at. You know, if we if we were looking at, you know, the the most important things when it comes to seeds and nuts is variety, right? We don't want to have the exact same, um, you know, same pumpkin seeds every day, right? I have pumpkin seeds every day, but I add in other types of seeds to get some of those health benefits. And I'd love to talk about some of these superstars, if that's all right. Yes. I okay. want to see how many I'm already doing. I want to all see right. how many Flax. our audience is already doing. Black seeds, drum roll. They are such a good source of protein and fiber, as we said. Um, they have manganese, thiamine, magnesium, uh, antioxidants. They also do have some phytoestrogens in them. And phytoestrogens mean they are plant-based estrogens, um, which, you know, if you have a hormone-driven cancer, it's something that, you know, 
people have gone back and forth. Do I eat phytoestrogens because it can have an estrogenetic effect in the body, but you have to eat an awful lot of flax seeds to really have that huge estrogenetic effect. But as always, you want to ask your doctors about, you know, consuming some of those foods that may be phytoestrogens, but the flax seeds are, are going to give you all those big benefits that we talked about keeping you regular, helping with weight management, but because of the other health benefits are in there, they're also good for bone health, right? So if somebody's struggling with osteoporosis, you know, things, things along that line, you know, that's, that's something that we need to think about. Could I ask you a technical Um, question on the flax seeds? I bought powdered consistency flax seeds and then I bought mm-hmm. actual little tiny flax seeds mm-hmm. and somebody stopped me and said I had to ground those in a coffee grinder that I couldn't just eat them plain is that true well you can eat, you can eat them that way they may not break down you might actually they might come out in your poop Okay. You know, they might, they might not get digested, right? Because of some of the reasons that people do the sprouting, which is one of the things that I had wanted to talk about a little bit today is because we don't always have the ability to break down some of the outer casing of these seeds. And so when we sprout them, it makes them a little bit more accessible. Now, the ground flaxseed will give you you know, the, the flaxseed will be readily available in your body. It'd be easier for you to digest. However, it goes bad quicker, right? Mm-hmm. So when you have flax seeds and you grind them, you want to grind them on a weekly basis, maybe every two weeks, but not much longer than that because the flax seeds can go bad and not give you the same health benefits. So, so should we keep them in the refrigerator? Yes, I, I keep mine in the refrigerator when I when I consume them because it because that's where you're going to get some of the best benefits. Um, but but the ground flax seed may make it a little bit easier for you to absorb. But I would make sure that you're getting fresh, you know, ground flax seed if you if you can. Um, we touched on pumpkin seeds, which are my all time favorite. I mean, they are. I get excited talking about pumpkin seeds, which sounds so strange, um, because <laughs> in, in addition to all those other things we talked about, they are rich in magnesium, which can help with sleep. It can help with constipation. It helps with being calm. Uh, they also have phosphorus in them. Um, again, these are great bone health because magnesium can help with, with calcium getting into the bone. Um, they have the, the protein, fat, fiber, all those things that we, we talked about. Um, and they can actually help. They're a good source of plant-based protein. They're an easy snack. Um, and, and they've been shown to help prevent iron deficiency uh, anemia which, which is, which is really important for us to pay attention to, because that can be a problem in our world for sure. Should you eat Um, them before you go to bed only because they make you sleepy and calm or it doesn't matter? Well, I like that you mentioned that that is actually one of my recommendations to some people that are struggling with sleep is have a little, you know, handful of pumpkin seeds because they have magnesium in them and zinc, uh, and it can be very calming. Uh, and that's something that can be beneficial. I, I sprinkle pumpkin seeds on everything. They're on my salads, you know, they're in my plant-based yogurts. Uh, I like them. They're not always like, I don't always eat them by themselves because they are not overly flavorful for me. Um, but I do get the raw organic ones, which I think are, are probably better, Um, but again, you know, it really depends on the person and what your particular taste is. Prefer them not, you know, when you purchase them, you don't, you want to be careful what oil, if somebody, you know, cooks them with an oil 
or they use a particularly, you know, heavy with their hand and salt, um, you might lose some of the health benefits doing that. So that's why I like them raw and sprinkled on different types of things. That's really a good point because a lot of the packages you see that they something's been done with oil and mm -hmm. something's been done with salt. And I have to have them salt free just because of my kidney issue. Right. But I never thought about the oil part. Right, right. It's it's really uh, an important uh, thing because some of those oils are pro-inflammatory. So hemp seeds, these are also another nutrient-packed seed that is, you know, it's got manganese in it, vitamin E and magnesium. These are just overall healthy, you know, keeping you um, safe from chronic disease. I mean, again, sprinkling a variety in your diet can be incredibly helpful. Um, sunflower seeds, you know, it, sometimes when we think of sunflower seeds, we think of the traditional ballpark snack. <laughs> you know, that's what we eat when we're at the ballpark, but they have a really good source of monounsaturated, polyunsaturated fats, vitamin E, and then and then the phytochemicals that are going to support our immune system and our immune function. And sunflower seeds, in addition to all the other benefits we talked about, have some uh, benefits for keeping our skin healthy, but also helping to keep our cholesterol levels uh, stable, which is which is really important. Um, one of the seeds that I use quite frequently are chia seeds. Um, we talked about the quinoa and the chia seeds being those kind of pseudo grains, right? We often use them. I use chia seeds all the time. I put them into plant-based yogurt and then they you leave them overnight and they soak up all of the juice that's in the, the plant-based yogurt. And then I squish raspberries, organic raspberries, and then I drizzle almond butter over the top. And it is the most delicious pudding packed with protein, fat, and fiber. And the one thing chia seeds gives us that I think is they give us omega-3 fatty acids and calcium. And again, those are incredibly beneficial for our bones. Um, you know, it just, it helps with constipation. I mean, it's just so many things and so many benefits that can, that we can get from cheese. You are making me so hungry because <laughs> I have my overnight oats waiting with my chia seeds, my flax seeds, my hemp seeds, my almond butter. Yeah. It's the it's Jackie all. recipe, but with oats. And I'm like sitting here salivating while you're talking. Well, it's it's interesting because I I just for some reason chia seeds I just think they're they're so tasty and and there's lots of things that we can do with them but you just have to be curious you have to be curious about how you can bring these into your into your diet you know sesame seeds are another one I have many of my clients that enjoy tahini um, and you know sesame seeds are are really packed with, you know, really wonderful vitamins and minerals, things like copper and calcium and magnesium. And, and these are shown to help promote healthy blood cell formation. I mean, think all the medicinal benefits of seeds and many of the other nutrients that we talk about, right? These are, these are heavy hitters when it comes to, you know, just keeping us, us healthy. One um, seed that people don't think too much about, um, at least I don't, I don't really use it that often, but is a pine nut. And pine nuts, you know, despite their name, they're actually uh, botanically a seed. 
And a lot of times people use them in cooking and they are also very rich in vitamin K and copper, magnesium. And, and again, these are shown to help with brain function, you know, keeping our bones strong. Um, and, and I, it's just, when I was doing some of the research for this podcast, I thought I need to start bringing those back into my diet. You know, it's not something that I use very frequently. Um, and then the other, I love them in pesto. I mean, I, that's how I I got turned on to them in pesto. And also if you've ever been to Italy, there's a very delicious dessert that is very prevalent in Italy. I think it's called Torta della Nona and it's a pine seed dessert, pine nut. So look, I said, see pine (laughs) nut dessert. And it's actually delicious. I know we're not so big on sugar here, but but it is a delicious. It's a delicious justification for having. Well, a when lot in of Rome, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think when you're when you're away and traveling, you can certainly enjoy those types of things. Um, the other pseudo cereal grain or seed is quinoa. We talked about chia seed and and quinoa often being confused as a, a grain, but quinoa is a complete protein. It's got lots of fiber in it. Uh, it's great. One of my favorite ways to prepare quinoa is almost like you would like a stir fried rice. So I cook the quinoa separately and then I put in a, in a pan, I use a little bit of organic ghee and I do onions and mushrooms and peppers and then I stir fry them. Um, and then I'll add in um, organic eggs or egg white. And then I throw the quinoa in it and it's, and I add a little bit of coconut aminos and it's just like a stir fried rice and we throw like a protein on top of it. And it's delicious. Really, really. That hearty. sounds amazing. And I yeah. definitely am going to try that. Yeah. And quinoa is also known for helping to promote muscle and nerve function in addition to all the other health benefits that we talked about. And I'm going to end on... Um, it's kind of pomegranate season right now. So I'm enjoying, I'm every time I go into my favorite store, health food store, I'm grabbing like pomegranates because I love pomegranates. They're a pain in the butt to, to peel and to get the seeds out. I don't like the ones that come prepackaged in the plastic. You know, they're, somebody's already done the work for you. I like getting my own pomegranates. Um, they are pretty low in calories. They have tons of fiber, vitamin K, vitamin C, you know, I think all of us have heard the claims of drink the pomegranate juice, but they are good. And I put pomegranates on my salad and I love them. And, and so, you know, we are not necessarily digesting the, the seed as it goes through, we're getting a lot of the juices from it, but that fiber is really beneficial. And, and some of the benefits of pom- pomegranate can be that it helps with blood clotting. It's rich in antioxidants, helps prevent constipation. I mean, all those things that we were sort of talking about before. But you um, chew up the hard part, that hard center part, even when it's really tough or you spit that out when it's super tough. I, I, I eat the, cause the pomegranate seed is so teeny. I eat the whole, I eat the whole seed. I put, just put them in my salad and I, I eat the whole seed and it, you know, it's, it's, to, and, and again, it's important for people to listen to their body and see what they can actually tolerate. That's really important for them to be able to, um, you know, listen to their own needs and to see if that's a good fit for them. I just love pomegranate season because I think it just tastes, they taste so good and they add a nice, I, I'm a, I like fruit in my salad. I'm typically throwing berries in there and things along that line. So those to me are really nice compliment 
uh, for for them. You know, one one thing I did want to those are kind of the I just spotlighted a bunch of the seeds that I really enjoy, and you know they're they're those to me they're the seed superstars because of all the the health benefits. I did want to just briefly kind of cover what does it mean when you sprout a seed? Like why would people do that? Do you know, Saren? That was my question. That was my big question. I wanted to make sure you said. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you had it as a question because I know that years ago I used to have it as a question. I mean, what you know, why would people do this? Why do we have sprouted grains? Why do we have sprouted seeds? Like, what's the point? And and sprouting grains, nuts, beans, and seeds, it's kind of been a common practice in in for thousands of years, right? Especially in Eastern Asia and Europe. Um, and part of the reason is that while these foods we're talking about, especially these seeds, are really nutrient nutrient rich and beneficial, they, they can be difficult for us to digest, which was what we were just sort of talking about. So that when you do sprout them, it makes them a little bit easier for you to digest. Now, there's another piece that we could probably add into another podcast that I can't get into today for time or people will be here with me for hours is that some of these seeds, while they are healthy um, and and the nuts are still healthy, they also have some anti-nutrients in them. And anti-nutrients are things like phytic acid and they can actually um, make it more difficult for you to absorb other nutrients. So basically it means that you have two types of nutrients that are, or one's an anti-nutrient, one's a nutrient, they're sort of competing for space and they don't get absorbed. So the anti-nutrients, when you sprout them, actually get diminished. And that's another reason why people for digestion and to prevent the anti-nutrients from, from being in your body. So that's another sort of thing for us to think about why people would actually sprout and, and, you know, sprouting has the ability to increase, you know, someone's, um, uh, ability to absorb nutrients, things like B12 and iron and magnesium. It makes it easier to digest. As we mentioned, it gives more availability for not only the nutrients, but protein. Uh, it's also still got the fiber in it. Can you just uh, explain what that means sprouting? Cause there might be people who don't even know what you're supposed to do. So what do you uh, actually sprouting. have to do? Yeah, so it's, it's sprouting is actually just kind of what it sounds like. It's, it's you and, and each, seed nut bean has sort of a different process um basically you are soaking them but not like drowning them (laughs) but you just soak them in a little bit of water and depending upon the seed or the grain it, it depends on how long you would do that for so for example if i were to sprout pumpkin seeds i would soak them for eight hours um, I'd have them eight hours of soaking and then I have one to two days of sprouting. So it basically means that I would let them grow it, soak them. And then I would put them in the, there's sort of a whole science behind it. Um, and then you would put them in a place where they would have the opportunity to grow just like a, a seed would for a plant. So when you sprout them, it breaks open that hard outer shell and it makes it more available for you to absorb them. So that's kind of the, the sunflower example. And you throw out the water. You would throw out the water, you rinse them out on a daily basis so you don't get any mold, right? So there's a, a clean way of doing it. You you obviously would want to follow all the steps that are necessary for 
uh, sprouting in order to to have the highest quality and and safest product for you to consume. Um, but the the sprouting is it's in the, the, I know lots of people that do it on their own, but you can purchase things that have been sprouted already. And, you know, that's something that can can help again, not only with preventing digestive issues, but also increasing um, your ability to absorb those enzymes and antioxidants and all those other other benefits. So it's like that um, seeds graduate level, like seeds yeah. 201. We're no, back you know, at like 1.0 seeds and that's like seeds. And that's great because that right. allows us to like really think forward. But even just getting good old organic seeds without raw seeds, without salt, just as a start is amazing. But now I'm really well, curious about the sprouting. Well, the sprouting too, if you're somebody that has had challenges in the past with seeds or being, or any of the other foods that we talked about that you can sprout. But if you've had issues in the past, then trying sprouting might be something that would be worth a try, right? Because you want to get those nutrient benefits. I mean, but you don't want to feel sick doing it, right? But so- it, just an important point, I think, is if you have diverticulitis or anything in that world of stomach issues or intestinal issues, you really need to talk to your doctor because seeds can and nuts can cause an issue for you. So just mm-hmm. make sure that you do you, right? Right. Yeah, the old school of and again, I'm it, as Sarah said, you always want to speak to your medical team about it. But most people that even if they do have some gut issues can tolerate some of these foods mm-hmm. um, when they're not in an active flare up, right? So oh, cool. active flare up is, is the key. So you know, if somebody has diverticulitis or, or, you know, they've got the pockets in their gut, but they're not in an active state of acute um, that, that may be having some of these types of things may be helpful with the fiber. But again, please talk to your medical team. And, and actually, this is something a good time for us to just talk about some of the risks and side effects of seeds, right? So, you know, like anything, uh, you know, seeds, I'm making them sound, Saren and I are making them sound like superstars and they are, but there are people that have allergies to them, right? So that's a, that's a group of people that should not have them. And, you know, as a reminder, allergies to foods can be like hives and itching, um, rashes, even shortness of breath. So again, be very, very careful. And then those people that might have gastric distress, like, like Sarah was mentioning, you know, if they've got some sort of a gut issue, that's something really important for us to pay attention to. It could be that you need to sprout these foods before you have them, but always increase slowly over time. Like, please don't go out and just buy a big old bag of pumpkin seeds and start eating them all at once, right? Because your gut's going to be like, what are you doing to me, right? So you want to increase it slowly and be sure to to hydrate. I think if I could like end with some recommendations for how to use seeds, because that's sort of the mystery. Okay. Jackie and Saren are telling me I need pumpkin seeds and flax seeds. What do I do with them? Right. So they're really versatile, right? So eat them as a snack or straight up if you want, but if they're not palatable for you, you can add them to salads. Like I do vegetables, you know, the, any of the bowls or smoothies, those are, those are really great. Um, the, the thing that people don't often think about is we always think about nut butters, but there are seed butters. I love them. I love them. I use sunflower. I use hemp butter. 
I'm really into them. Flax. Yeah. They've been a wonderful option for people that have allergies to nuts, right? So they can have seed butters that are, you know, maybe something that will help them um, be able to consume, you know, a butter that, that is enjoyable for them. I know they do sunflower butter at school for the kids that have peanut intolerances. That's something that they brought in. Uh, You know, I'll put a little spotlight on that chia seed we talked about. It's, you know, one of the things that I think like as a kid, my grandmother used to make me tapioca, right? Which wasn't overly healthy, but I used to love the texture of tapioca. Chia seeds remind me a lot of tapioca, the healthy version of it. So I, I, you know, chia seeds I bring in and, and I put them into different, I'll put them in a smoothie. I'll put them in overnight. Like you said, overnight oats or or plant-based yogurts for me, Um, the puddings and the smoothies and all of those are delicious. And it's a great source of omega-3s. The quinoa, I already told you one of my favorite things to do with the quinoa, Um, but bring it in instead of rice, right? Use it like it is a grain, even though it's not, it's a seed. Um, It's a complete protein. You can get it already cooked in the frozen food section. Uh, But if you've ever sat down and watched quinoa cook, it's kind of cool. It starts off as a seed, but then when you cook it, you, you see this little, almost little, you know, head spout. It's kind of, that might sound gross. <laughs> I wanted to also say <laughs> that pop out. there is a video on YouTube that I saw about how to easily open a pomegranate and extract uh-huh. the seeds. So mm-hmm. if you're struggling and you don't like to cut open pomegranates because it's too much of a struggle or too messy, watch that YouTube video because the guy really made it easy. Yeah, the, the YouTube shorts, my my daughter comes home and she'll tell me all these things that I'm doing wrong because of YouTube shorts. <laughs> <laughs> but I will, you know, just say that if you can add in a few servings of these healthy seeds, you know, it, it really can have a huge impact on your health and overall wellness. You know, I think I think it's a it's a really important thing to consider. Curious and and do some of these fun things. Try sprouting. Try a try a seed butter. Try adding in variety. It's worth it from the from a health benefit standpoint. And just in terms of the chemo room, if you're going to follow our recommendation and take these seeds and nuts with you, I was told never to bring a food that I absolutely love into a chemo room because you may develop a Pavlovian response where you associate that food with getting chemo. So you want to play a trick on your brain and take only the things that you don't love so much so that when you're done chemo, you don't have this association of that food group in the chemo room. So I'm just sharing that little thing with you. Jackie, this was amazing. Thank you so much. This was yeah. fun. And I think, you know, I think it's a good topic because it it does offer so many medicinal benefits, you know, and it's fun being with you. I love being <laughs> here with you first thing in the morning. This is how I start my day with a little dose, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a really dumb joke for you on the way out because today, for some reason, I was in such a goofy joke mood. Usually I don't torture you as an audience person with so many dumb jokes, but today I'm doing it. Why didn't the seed go to the party? I don't know. Why didn't the seed go to the party? Because it was sedentary. (laughs) (laughs) We could use that for an activity podcast too. (laughs) 
Oh boy, bad pun on sedentary. Okay. Well, I love you, Jackie. I can't wait till our next session. I sent you one. I texted you one. I hope you saw what I want to do next. Don't tell them. Oh, oh okay. I texted it to you. Okay. Uh, I, I just want to thank you all again for being part of this manifestation. I always say it. I manifested Jackie. I manifested all of you listeners. <laughs> but thank you so much for being part of this journey with us. And have a blessed day. I'll see you tomorrow. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then I'd love to ask for you to go to comedycures.org and check out our membership circle levels. You will find even more resources and more programming like our live virtual Q&A sessions with me, our live Comedy Cures events with our very talented comedians, live health builder workshops with Jackie Bryan hosted by me, a robust monthly newsletter, plus much more. It's really an exciting community. So please consider becoming a member, giving it as a gift, telling your friends, telling your hospital support group all about this community. I can't think of a more empowering way to go through a cancer journey or your survivorship or your caregiving experience than with us at Beating Cancer Daily. It's truly an honor to serve you. Thanks so much. See you tomorrow. Guess what time it is. It's time for me to read the disclaimer. Beating Cancer Daily and the Membership Circle are not in lieu of medical advice or treatment. They are for entertainment purposes only. Please consult your healthcare team to review your best strategy. Thanks for listening.